1: You were made to be a joyful mama, to have a heart that is thriving, not striving, and we want to help you step into the fullness of all you were created to become.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Joyful Mama Show. We're going to have a really interesting and random episode today that I think is going to actually be really fun. We're just going to let you guys listen in while we catch up because we need to. <laughs> so we're literally going to just have a, a friend conversation and talk about all the things going on in our lives and you get to listen and just kind of hear updates on Sarah, updates on me and just how <laughs> how we talk, how we process through all the things. So this is like the most real and vulnerable we could be. You're just basically listening to like if we were chatting on the phone, you're getting to like tap the wire and listen in. Do you remember back in the day? This is so random when you could, when you had landline phones, and like if your mom was on the phone, you could go upstairs and pick up another phone and listen in, and you would hit hold the mute button down so that she couldn't hear you breathing or laughing, but you would listen in on her phone calls. That's what you guys get to do today. No mute button required. You just get to listen in on our conversation.
1: Exactly. Or, you know, be like one of our kids who's just like, like Danielle and I will be talking and all of a sudden I'm like, is there somebody at our door?
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. And you like your little footsteps. <laughs> Literally that happened today. Dave and I were having a, a talk and I did not know Charlotte was listening to our discussion. And afterwards she goes, what was that all about? I'm like, oh my gosh, you just are always there <laughs> everywhere I am. There you are. Uh Uh-huh. Very similar to, like, if there was ever a picture of the omnipresence of God, it's Charlotte Oswald. She's everywhere. (laughs) Like You cannot escape. (laughs) I go to the heights of the mountain. She is there. If I go to the depths of the sea, she is there. If I go to the shower or the bathroom. Um, Last night, I got asked to speak at our kids youth group, which that's kind of a fun update.
1: Oh, and
0: on my way out the door. And that's like my time, like my mom, teenager mom time that I get to have a break for a couple hours from Charlotte. Lo and behold, on my way out the door last night, it goes, I think we're going to pop in and, and listen. So even when I go to the youth group for <laughs> teenagers, Charlotte is also there. She came with, they went to Walgreens, like they were going to go to a movie. We're the family that we go to Walgreens and get the like dollar candy and sneak it in my purse before we go to a movie. I know that's. Yeah maybe outside of the integrity, some would say, but, um, anyway, they did that. Like they were going to go watch a movie and came in to listen to me speak with like milk duds and whoppers. (laughs) I'm like, what's happening?
1: Well, how did it go?
0: I, I think it went okay. It's so different talking to teenagers Mm. than it is talking to moms. All when we're talking to like our people, it's so easy to read the room. You can look into the eyes. There's engagement. We, we when we think we're funny, they think we're funny too. It made me realize how, le- how much less scary it is to speak to like peers mm. versus, versus like this. I'm around teenagers all the time, but when I'm expected to like bring a message that's like profound and impactful and like you know mm-hmm. anyway. So, um, Blake, who's the youth pastor, had given me like. A topic we We're doing is like the God series, and I got the last week. Um, so I was supposed to talk about the God of grace, and so I talked about God's grace, but I kind of brought in like this whole you know, the theology that I came in with. I'm like, I don't know if th- I should have probably checked and made sure that everyone agreed. <laughs> so that's what I was gonna say, but I didn't. But I basically told them my story of like being a teenager. Once I got saved and accepted God's grace for the first time, it's almost like there's this accidental thing that happens, I think, where you receive God's grace for salvation, but then like for some reason, we then turn to the law for like fulfilling a Christian life. And mm-hmm. so I was like, these are all the things I'm no longer allowed to do. I can't cuss. I can't listen to secular music. I can't make out with boys. I can't like all the things I wasn't supposed to do, but kept struggling to not do. And then felt like I wasn't a good Christian and felt like, um, so I just talked about like the struggle with sin. Like when you see yourself as a sinner, this part was really sad. I was like, how many of you guys here tonight would identify yourself as a sinner? Like, raise your <laughs> hand if you think you're a sinner. They all raised their hands. And I was <laughs> like, okay, can can we like stop that? Can tonight be the last night you identify yourself as a sinner? Because this is what the word says. And so I told them they're saints. And I'm like, if you believe you're clean and you believe that you're forgiven, you'll start to live like you are. And then you won't have to be told you can't listen to this and you can't say that. And you can't like God will actually change you from the inside out and it won't be just following rules. So I don't know if they totally got it. I asked for feedback because after we have the message, then there's like small groups And I tried to give um, some like visuals and images that I thought would help connect the dots. And I think some of those were confusing. One of them, (laughs) I put uh, the picture of Jungle Book, you know, how Mowgli was raised by like the animals by Baloo and all that. And I'm like, whatever you believe you are is what you act like. Mm. So He was raised by a bear and then he was acting like or he was raised by a monkey and he acted like the monkey, whatever it was. Um, So I'm like, if you believe you're a sinner, you're going to always struggle with sin because you believe that's what you are. So I don't know if they totally, totally got it. And I tried at the end to give this visual of like, if you walk into a really clean house and you're covered in mud, would you take off your shoes? Yes. But if you walked into like a shack that's like already muddy and everyone in it's muddy, would you just keep your muddy shoes on? Yes. So I'm like, trying to connect the dots of like, if you know you're clean and you know that like you once and for all, like Jesus blood paid for everything. And like, you're totally, you're heaven ready right at this moment. Like if you cuss and then don't have time to repent before you die, you're still <laughs> going to heaven. It's going to be fine. I literally lived in fear for so many years because I'm like, if I say a bad word and then I get in a car accident and I didn't have time to repent, am I going to go to hell? So anyway, I'm like, I I was trying to just help them understand that anyway. So mm-hmm. the feedback I got in small group was like some of it was confusing, like I thought I understood and then I didn't know if I did, but then you would wrap it up and then I knew I did again. So I'm like, well, that that's probably about how most conversations with me are, anyways. Like we'll go down a, a trail and then I'll bring it back in. I've probably done that three times since we started talking. <laughs> um, and then one girl goes, because the normal youth pastor, Blake, is like Late 20s, super cool. Like, and I told him when I got up there, I'm like, I know I'm like the in my 40s mom. And you're probably already thinking, like, what could she possibly have to say that's gonna be worth anything in my life right now? (laughs) So I took that's why I took it back to being a teenager. But anyway, Blake, his slides are always like four words on a slide, and it's like bright red and black. (laughs) So I had like a whole canva presentation that had like bullet points and things and they were like there were a lot of words on the on the screen so that was the other feedback lots of words
1: <laughs> um, those saying, are good analogies though that's a great
0: those are a great analogies it would have gone over better maybe with moms I I mean actually they all there were more kids there than usual last night and there's this one group of boys that's usually kind of rowdy And I was a little nervous that I was going to get up there and they were just going to make fun of me and laugh and be goofy teenage boys. The whole time they were really engaged. They were also, I think, one of the youth leader, like guys, he's not a dad, had a talk with him before and was like, hey, you be respectful while she's up there. But everyone was really engaged. And when I was like, raise your hand if you've ever, they were, they were doing it. Wow. I know. I was glad when it was over, but it wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. Hmm. Good job. Thanks, girl.
1: It reminds me of you're not mostly a sinner who loves God. You're mostly a lover of God who still struggles with sin.
0: Ooh, see, I wish I would have had that. (laughs) That was, that's good.
1: That's what you were saying. That was the same message. But like, I remember when I, and I kind of didn't view myself as a sinner who loved, I viewed myself as a lover of God, but the language, getting that language Mm -hmm. for me, Um, has really shaped like what you were the whole message you were giving has really shaped my whole outlook on life, the way I view scripture, the way I view when Jesus is rebuking the disciples, or you know, like I'm not viewing. I don't know. I just have a different lens because of Mm
0: -hmm.
1: the the message of grace. You know.
0: Yeah i I told him I'm like if you guys can get this now, you will save years of guilt and shame and like Mm -hmm. feeling like. I've blown it again. I'm like, I spent so many years feeling like Jesus and I were like breaking up and getting back together because mm. I couldn't follow the rules, and like, how Maya actually said this in small group time, and I was like, that is, I wish I would have had that sentence to say too. She, it was something like, nothing you can do is ever powerful enough to undo what he did. Like, yeah, it's it's finished. It's done. Like, there's nothing ever that we could do to undo it especially not like i was so worried about like if i'd slip a cuss word <laughs> that was really your achilles heel there yep that and the i still wanted to listen to you know like in sync and um brittany spears and i couldn't get down i remember being in the car with my new christian friend from youth group and she t- changed the radio station to the christian like 91.5 She's like, you should really listen to this now. Like, it's so much better for your soul or whatever. She and I'm sure. I mean, she was right, probably, but I don't know. That mainstream Christian music has its own flavor, and I was like, I, I would just rather not listen to music. I could not get get with it. I guess I
1: I don't listen to music anymore. I guess yeah. I was like
0: (laughs) so sad because I was like, I miss Backstreet Boys. And then I'd feel guilty when I listened to it because I'm like, <laughs> anyway, so. That's hilarious. Was, yeah. Okay, your turn. Tell me about something going on new or not new.
1: Well, I'm my vision at the moment is getting a little bit better because <laughs> I went to the eye doctor today <laughs> because my prescription, my contact prescription, like everything's just been getting blurry. It feels like overnight I had to start wearing readers that I suddenly couldn't read. And thank God my optometrist had told me, like, right before I turned to 40, she was like, just to let you know, like, don't be alarmed. If it starts getting blurry when you're reading, you have to, like, pull things away. And I was like, she's like, now that you're turning 40, it's probably going to be coming soon, you know, because you're already a contact where you know, you're already a glasses wearer. And I was like, what? Like, to me, in my mind, 50-year-olds wear readers, not 40-year-olds. Same. Like, we're still young at 40. Like, how could I be wearing readers? So (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, and, like, thought nothing of it. And then a couple months ago, it felt like overnight I could not see the words on a book. Or, like, on my phone, I was having to pull it away. Or, like, a price tag at the store, like... I want to see how much something costs. I'm like, geez, why don't they make these letters bigger? Less?
0: it's totally <laughs> that, their fault,
1: <laughs> the print. <laughs> and like every, it seems like every instruction, like on like a beauty product or like hair product or something, it feels like they just keep getting more microscopic for real. Like they're getting smaller and that smaller. Is true, I've noticed. Yeah. That mm-hmm. So. That combined with my sudden inability to read, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but I did find really amazing readers on Amazon and I got, they go to so like, if you go to Walmart or someplace and you, I tried on a pair of readers there and this, the lowest they had was 2.0 and it was really blurry. So I was like, okay, I got to get on Amazon see if they have less. And they did, they go all the way down to 1.0. It's like 1.0, 1.25, 1.5, 1.75. Oh, And you get like five pairs for, I think it was $14.99. So I got (laughs) some, they were great. And then I realized the Amazon also sells what they're they're called like transitional glasses. So Mm -hmm. when you look, when you're wearing them and you look down and you're reading, it's helping you read. But when you look back up, like if you're looking at a computer and then at your phone or something, when Mm -hmm. you look back up at the computer, it's not the same, it's like back to normal. Oh, so now I have five pairs of those. So now I have
0: (laughs) 10 pairs. You could resell the extras on eBay or something. (laughs) One
1: dollar. It's a good marketplace. (laughs) All right. So uh, I have a lot of readers and I just went to the eye doctor and she changed my prescription because my prescription as I get older keeps going down. Hmm. Um, Apparently your eyes start like adjusting in a bad way. (laughs) But like, it sounds like it's good because it's going down, but it's actually not. And so they put these eye drops in my eyes that make your eyes dilate. And she was like, we can put these in or not put these in. They're up to you. But if you put the eye drops in, it will help the doctor be able to look at like the back of your eye and see the eye health. And I'm like, well, I guess somebody needs to be looking at the back of my eye.
0: (laughs) It's not going to be me. I'm not going to be checking the mirror trying to look in there.
1: She's like, it's gonna make you have light sensitivity for three to four hours, and make your up close or up close viewing like really blurry. Or not. She didn't say really blurry. She just said blurry for like three to four hours. And I was like, okay, well, I have a podcast to record in a few hours, but I'm sure it will be fine. She goes, you should be fine to drive, and I'm like, okay. So I walk to the front desk with the doctor and the. receptionist is like, here, I just need you to sign this paper. I looked out at the paper. I cannot read anything. And I've got my contacts. i like, nothing. I'm like, I can't even see where to sign. She's like, just, she's like pointing at it. And I'm like, signing my signature by memory. And then she's like, okay, go ahead and slide your card. And I'm like, I can't even see what it says on the screen of the reader, like the, the card reader. I'm like, I don't know She's like, does it have a, because I was using my HSA card, she's like, does it have like a chip? And I'm like, I can't tell. Can you, can you look? (laughs) I'm like, I called my husband, and he was like, you're okay to drive, right? I'm like, I have to be okay to drive. I have to get home. But it was definitely blurry long distance, too. and. I was like, well, I kind of want to stop at Starbucks and get a matcha latte, which I have right here. My venti matcha latte with coconut milk and one pump of sugar-free vanilla. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He's like, well, it is buy one, get one half off today. He's like, I got an email. And I was like, okay. And I'm like trying to look at my phone and my phone is completely blurry and I can't even find the Starbucks app to like click on it. And mm-hmm. to see how much money I have, like, on my card, like, you have to press the scan button. And I'm, like, doing it by memory. Cannot, I'm, like, I'm going to have to go up to the barista and say, can you tell me how
0: much? <laughs> oh, my how God. Help me reload it. That has to be the most helpless feeling. It's horrible. Dog. I know. I was thinking about, like, can you
1: imagine, like, being an older person and, like, losing your sight? And, like, you have, like, you
0: literally, I could not see my phone. And then you're like depending on strangers to help you out. Like, yes. And you, you might know, have paid a $100 for your coffee. I know. <laughs> I tipped her
1: 50 of that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she, she adds a $99 tip.
1: I know. And I'm like really okay with asking people to help me in public places. Like I constantly at the grocery store have to help, ask for help to reach something high because I'm only five foot one. <laughs> And I'm always like, hey, you tall person, can you come help me? And they're always like super gracious because they can see how short I am. And I'm like, would you please help me reach something on the shelf? I'd be so grateful. Like, ha ha ha, what a shorty I am. (laughs) Like, I always have to do this. But like Daniel, he hates doing stuff like that. And so I always have to do it. But So right now you're still blurry. I had to have my son text you for me because I could not (laughs) read my phone like a couple hours ago. And you guys, I was showing Liz when we got on the Zoom and I had my computer video up like on the Zoom and I had my phone and I was looking at my hair because my hair has been falling out like crazy. And it's so funny, too, because I just did a, a Pretend beauty influencer tutorial. It, it was like my, it. it was not it pretend.
0: I did it a couple.
1: Stupid. I did like two of my favorite products. I did Frownies, which I love. And by the way, guys, I'm in conversation with the with the girl who does like all the marketing for frownies, which is one of my favorite products. And I'm really hoping to get her on the podcast. She's super busy. So we're in talk with that. And then my other favorite product that I use is like a heatless curls. What do you call it? A, a hairband. And so I did a tutorial the other day, and what nobody knows is that my hair has been falling out like, like crazy. Every time I take a shower, it's just like so much hair. And when I was looking in the video on the Zoom, I could see like all the, not bald spots, but like, you know, your hair just, you're like, oh, wow, I couldn't see my scalp that much before. And it's, wow, I can see it really
0: good. <laughs> I can see it really. I have, like, one spot up at the front that tends to go bald. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I, tend to like, run, I tend to run I tend to bald right here. I tend to run bald on this side. I think it's because I always part my hair on that side, which I know is not the cool thing to have a side part anymore. But I still do.
1: Yeah, it's, like, really, really, um, it's a little bit traumatic when you, are suddenly losing and shedding a whole bunch of hair. And at first, I didn't know why. And then I realized I had done a 30-day, actually, it was 32 days, a 32-day juice fast in the summer with my church. We were fasting for the month of July. And I have done so many juice fasts in my life. I've never once lost hair because of it. Uh And I can't remember what the term is, but this happens when you're like postpartum, if you're going through something super stressful, like maybe a divorce, or a death in the family, or something, or even COVID, all those kinds of things, a surgery can lead to it, Uh and your body, to preserve the rest of your body, starts letting go of your hair first, like the first thing, it's like, we don't need that, we don't need to preserve that, our body's got it
0: all wrong, because that's one of the last things I'd like to have go, (laughs) like...
1: (laughs) I know, but it doesn't show up until two to three months after the event. So strange. Yeah, I stopped the fast at the end of July, but now in October or whenever, I guess it was pretty fast for me because I think it started in September. Um, But it's kind of like, you know, it's traumatic. You're like, when is this going to stop? How much hair am I going to lose? So anyway, I've been going through that and trying to figure out how to make my hair look like nobody can tell, but I can tell. But you can tell. I can tell and the feeling. Yes. Where you run your fingers to your hair and you're like, this isn't my hair. Like whose hair is this? Yeah. I did watch a YouTube video last night about how, like I started Googling. It was like one in the morning, like whatever term the medical term it was. And I found this video and this girl was like the first step in in like how I got my hair back after, you know, this condition was that the first step is just like acceptance. <laughs> Like, just accept it. <laughs> like, stop stressing about it. Honest, like this—this this has already happened. Like, your hair already started release your your body already started releasing your hair like two to three months ago. So, like, just kind of get over it and stop being like so traumatized by it every time you see your hair come out. Like, it's already done. You cannot change the past. <laughs> She was like, so now you just need to focus on regrowth. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love this girl's perspective. Like it's done. Let's move on. Let's get to like, let's get it, you know, grown back. So it's just one of like the it's like so superficial. But when you feel like your body is like betraying you at some level, or when you're
0: like the first thing people notice about you, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and you feel really out of control. But I will say that when I was at the eye doctor and I went to the front desk, the eye doctor was like, can I ask you how you get your curls in your hair?
0: <laughs>
1: and I was funny. like, yes, let me tell you all about how to get these curls. So I felt like, you know, I still got it, even though I've lost like 30% of my-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Totally. It is disorienting though to have you seen, I know they have them at like Goods and TJ, maybe not Home Goods, like TJ Maxx and places like that. It's like a scalp massager mm. that our oldest, she lost a lot of hair. I don't know how or why, but she said that that like using that when you wash your hair mm-hmm. has really helped st- stimulate hair regrowth. And then she got me one because I have, you know, my, my one bald spot. Um, there may be more, but I don't search, I haven't gone on the journey that you just went on looking <laughs> all around. Maybe I'm bold everywhere and I just don't, I only see what I see up front, but I feel like it has helped mm-hmm. it thicken up like a little bit more in that area. It's still thinner, but you know, I you used to have, to have one hairs coming back and yeah. then it's always like the awkward thing when they're like sticking straight out <laughs> at the top when they first start coming out, it's like, you know, baby hair. It's like fuzz. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And mine, like, so when I look underneath, I can see new hair coming in. And it's all, what's funny is now it's all gray, like the new hair. Because, and now I'm afraid to color my roots because I don't want to traumatize my hair even more. So like my roots are growing out from the last time I got it colored. And um, so now I'm like, do I just keep it? I just keep spraying like the root color on it. Then I also don't want to like clog my pores and they're not able to, <laughs> I feel conflicted. Quite the conundrum. Oh my gosh, I know. But I need to get one of those little things again. I used to have one and I found like, I was researching a couple of like things you put on your hair to promote growth. I don't think there was a lot of, you know, some people loved it and it worked for them and some people didn't. There was one that I found by The Ordinary that was only like $20. And I was like, okay, that's, I could try that, right? That's not like a big investment. <laughs> Yeah. So I might try that and like try miss- the massage too, just to make it grow back faster. But so
0: that's going on. You're trying to launch an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. We are. We're really close. The I just got the pictures back from our photographer who she's such a rock star. Like she's so talented. She came on Tuesday and like the contract she sent me was like you know, expect a three week turnaround. And I messaged her and I was like, I would be happy to pay you extra if we could get like a quicker turnaround time. Cause this is like the last thing. Once I have the pictures, I can create the guidebook and like the actual listing. And then we can integrate all of the automations and then go live. And she, she gave, she got them back to me in like two days, which is crazy. Cause she's like, she does all kinds of like she has branding photography. She works with a lot of businesses, like all mm-hmm. the billboards in our city, not all, but a lot of them are like her photography, like she's legit. So she was really excited. She's like, this is I've been wanting to do real estate photography and she did such a good job and I'm so excited. Yeah, I got to create all the the processes so that when someone books, the calendars are synced in it, the cleaners and text Mm -hmm. messages and email automations, all those things. So that's what I'm in the trenches with now. And then we're going to host an open house because anybody who's ever come by the house, since we've been working on it, as soon as they're in the house, they're like, oh my goodness, when my family comes to visit and our house is too small, we need to rent the house like over the holidays or over a birthday or over whatever. Cause it's like, we truly did create the the house like the, to be like a fun family experience and you'll love this. So I asked chat GPT, most <laughs> of our listeners, you guys probably know what that is, but if you don't, it's like AI software. And I wanted help with writing like the, the welcome, like that's in the guidebook, like welcoming a guest to the house. Mm-hmm. Um And I gave like all the things I would want. I'm like, this is, you know, it's in Springfield, Illinois. So we have a lot of like historical things in the house, a lot of Abraham Lincoln stuff, but we also are really wanting to create like a place for families to just retreat and have fun. So there's an arcade and there's a movie theater and a hot tub and all the things. And can you write the whatever it's called, I guess it's just called the the welcome message for Airbnb guests is what I said in the prompt. but I wrote like a prompt of like a paragraph. It wrote the most beautiful, it sounded like me. Mm. I literal tears in my eyes because I'm like, this is exactly what I would want a guest to hear from Dave and I when they check into this house. So that was just like Aww. a fun part of the day that I would have taken me, I could have written it without any help from AI. It would have taken me probably an hour or more to get it exactly right. And it happened in like, you know, five seconds. <laughs> So that was really cool. And now I'm going through and picking. We're using this software that allows you to pick different local, like attractions, restaurants, activities, and recommend them to guests and put them on the map so that when they get the digital guidebook, they can like look at the places you would. Re- so yeah. So now I'm doing that. And girl, it's just been, it's, this has been the biggest marathon, I feel like, that we've ever done. And the things that we thought would take a week took a month. And mm-hmm. I look at other people that are in our mastermind that are doing this and maybe they outsourced more. Maybe you wouldn't overthink and like try to make everything so perfect if you didn't live in the same city. And we're also like kind of enjoying hanging out at the house. I don't know, but people do this like really fast, like turn a property, get it listed, you know, 30 to 60 days. It took us longer <laughs> than that. I <laughs> do want to think about so you know how long?
1: Like, because we had closed on our house in April and you closed on your house, like, the next
0: month or June? It was July. It July. Was, um, Mid-July. August, September, October. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: It feels quick to me, even though it feels long to you. Like, I feel like you guys have done this really
0: quick, like from a, from an outside perspective that I'm sure in the day to day, it feels. It has just, yeah, it it's felt long, but we finished the whole basement. We added a fifth bedroom, a theater, the arcade room. Plus, you know, with an Airbnb, like you have to furnish the whole thing. So it was like constantly Wayfair and Amazon and Facebook marketplace and keeping track of all the like, from towels to dishes to curtains and then curtain rods. And then the little rings that hold the curtains and rugs, like all the things you would need to like start a whole house. Mm -hmm. So I probably like now that we've done one, the next one, I'm not going to have to think I'm just going to do the same thing. Maybe the colors will be different, but I'll probably just repeat the system. Mm -hmm. But we're just, yeah. So this week after, um, the pictures were done. So the house had to be like clean and perfect. And that was the first time it had ever been all the way done and clean. That evening we had our oldest two kids, their birthdays are like three days apart, four days apart. So we had a, like a birthday thing for them. So we had all seven kids here and it was like, we got to experience what guests will experience when they come here. Like we catered Qdoba. Um, the kids were playing ping pong and pool and down in the arcade and truth or dare and running around outside. And just, it was so fun. Dave had Top Gun on down in the theater room and it was just like the best time. So it made me excited, all the more excited to get it listed and on the market so that other families can, can come enjoy it. Wait, are you there right now? Yeah, I'm here right now. So the girls and I, um, had a slumber party here last night. So that was also the first time we did that. And yeah, so I had a, like a couple meetings this morning, and then I've been working on the guidebook, and then everybody else went home, and I was like, "Well, it's really quiet here, and I'm by <laughs> myself, so I should just stay here while we record, and then go home." I was admiring the cute headboard behind you, so I didn't know that was. <laughs> yes, isn't it cute? So cute. And I coordinated the. I found at three different places. The end tables have that matching. It's like how do you say that rattan? Rattan, yeah, rattan. And then the master bathroom mirror has that around the frame too. It's so cute. You'll see I'm I'm going to post I started an Instagram for the house. So now that I have pictures, I'll be loading those up. So what's the Instagram? Well, I might change the it might be too long. We we called the house Abe's Lake Point Hideaway. The one of the cool things Dave did in the basement like he made these tunnels like for hide and seek. So the whole basement is painted black. And then like under the stairs, you know how there'll be like, usually someone would put a closet in or something like that. Well, Dave literally made like tunnels and then like cut holes on the other side of the wall. So they could like literally go into their stairs, go through a tunnel and then come out somewhere else. Oh my god! It's only in the basement, but, um, and then made like hiding cubbies and I don't know. And then he put motion sensor, uh, with LED lights back there. So when you crawl back into one of these like black tunnels, lights come on like <laughs> rainbow. Oh. It's so fun. And the arcade room, it's black too. But we painted, we like sloshed, sloshed. Maybe that's not the right word. Splattered glow in the dark paint all over the walls. So that, and then you put black lights in the ceiling. So all no. the lights in there, in the I'll show you the pictures. You're not going to believe it. It's the craziest thing. There were lots of extra things that we thought of along the way that added to the mm-hmm. the, time, the scope of the project.
1: That's amazing! Like I,
0: oh, I can't wait to
1: come see it in person. We were yeah, talking yeah. about how we need to get together and have a night at your Airbnb after you guys launch it. Mm-hmm. Have we take- like a think tank meeting, strategic overnight.
0: Yes, <laughs> we really should do that soon. I was talking to Daniel about it
1: and I was like, I actually think it'd be better to do it sooner rather than later. We'll talk
0: dates. But well, it's been great catching up with you. Yeah, it has. <laughs> we talked about the preaching, the hair, the B and B, your eyes. <laughs> <My> eye <sight. laughs> Is it
1: getting better right now? Um, I yeah, now I can't tell if it's from the eye drops or just because my contacts need to be <laughs> like I need a new prescription. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You're out of the fog.
1: Uh huh. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed. Would you call it listening in on the phone line, or you know, fly on the wall conversation? I actually really enjoy podcasts where people are just like chatting about their lives. So and I listen to quite a few of them. They're not like necessarily changing my life, but they're mm-hmm. like that guilty pleasure type like mm-hmm. thing. So. Yeah, let us know if you like this type of podcast. If you want to hear Liz and I, you know, chat about our lives every now and then as we throw in like a story about an entrepreneur and how to homeschool your kids and how to spin all the plates and all the things. So thanks for listening. I hope you had some entertainment added to your day and we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. To get our free heart-centered homeschooling ebook or to book a breakthrough call about homeschooling or business with Sarah, visit the links in the description of this podcast. Also, we always want to hear your questions or ideas for new podcasts, so do please slide into our DMs on Instagram or post in our Facebook group. We would love to hear from you.